0: This is The Spiritual Burrito.
1: Welcome back to The Spiritual Burrito, everybody. We are coming out of James, Chapter 3, Controlling the Tongue. I'm Samuel Ryan. And I'm John Hembry. All right, let's get into it. Controlling the Tongue, James, Chapter 3. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. I like how James starts off controlling the tongue in the church, that if you were to become a teacher in the church, that you have to really, really watch what you say, because what John had said when we were preparing was, you know, talking is your profession. Talking is what makes you a career, and you definitely have to watch more about what you say than the average person. And taking it a little step further, teachers are the teachers of the church are put under a lens, mm-hmm. and the church itself is put under a lens. So we definitely have to be guided by our faith, looking to help others in, in any way possible, and watching what we say so we can be an example for other people. And then if we're not doing that, then we are leading people down the same path that we're on. And, you know, if we're not led by the Holy Spirit, then we need to be sensitive to that fact.
0: Yeah. You know, when anyone who is in the role of a teacher, whether that's formally or informally, you know, you you have influence over people. Uh, And and so we would be wise to use our words carefully then in exercising that influence uh, because we don't want it to, We don't want it to influence people the wrong way. Um, And so James, yeah, opens up with this warning of, hey, be careful. If you desire to be a teacher, you need to know you're going to be judged with greater strictness because the things that you say matter, the influence that you have over other people, it matters. And then uh, it gets into verse two, for we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he's a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. Uh, You know, James is just honest like all all of us uh, all of us have our have our struggles we all stumble here and there but especially all of us struggle with our tongues you know I I think we can all probably think of a time where either the word that came out of our mouth uh, it, it was not something we were proud of or you know out in a moment of frustration or anger you know snapping at somebody and saying something that you know, looking back on, you, you wouldn't have wanted to say, all All of us do that. You know, we all struggle with the tongue. And so James is saying, listen, if you have control of your tongue in a perfect way, then you are a perfect man. And so if you can bridle your tongue and keep it under control, you've got control over your, your whole body, your whole life.
1: Yeah. And in different translations of verse two, it says, if we can control our words, then we can control our actions. And wishful thinking, for a lot of us, we're guided by our emotions. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it can be so hard. In an instant, we speak out, but we didn't mean it. Right. So we definitely have to watch our words. And if we can watch our words, then we can watch our actions mm-hmm. as well. And moving on into verse 3, We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, Mm -hmm. but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself and when we associate fire we think of hell Mm -hmm. and and james is implying that the tongue is like fire yeah and it's like a world set apart from the rest of our body Mm -hmm. the tongue is such a destructive thing or it can be such an uplifting thing
0: yeah you know, he, he gives the example of, you know, the horse and the ship, two, two large things controlled by something very small. But, you know, just that that small bit in a horse's mouth, I mean, a, a piece of metal just a few inches long can control the entire horse. And, uh, you know, the same way with a ship, it could be a ship that is, you know, hundreds of feet long. But in comparison, the, uh, the rudder is, is really quite tiny, yet it controls where it goes. And in the same way, the tongue is something small, especially in comparison to the rest of our body, but it has so much control over us and over really even the the trajectory of our lives. And so uh, James gives us another great illustration. It's like a spark that can set a whole forest on fire.
1: Yes, and moving on into verse 7, it says, People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Mm -hmm. We've done all these great things through history, taming beasts, taming reptiles, taming fish, constructing these great buildings, but yet we can't tame our tongues. It is so hard, but so important. Mm -hmm. And moving on into verse 9, it says, Sometimes it praises our Lord. And Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God, and so this is not right. When we we think of what we do as Christians, of proclaiming the Lord as our Lord and Savior with our mouths, <laughs> and then we curse others, we're a person divided. And this is what James is saying, that we are divided between the world and the Lord. But even though we are divided and we, we proclaim lord as our savior with our mouths and then we curse people in the image of god which one is on display Mm -hmm. which one is people seeing what are we led by this world or the
0: lord yeah you know james goes on to kind of continue that thought and he says you know from from the same mouth come blessing and cursing and my brothers these things ought not to be so does a spring pour forth water or pour forth from the same opening fresh and salt water. Can a fig tree, my brothers bear olives or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. So he's saying, you know, uh, nowhere in nature is something, two things, you know, Uh, it's not a fig tree and an olive tree. It's not a, a fresh spring and a salt water spring. And yet in all of creation, it's our mouths, our tongue, that that show us to be a, a divided creature uh, that we can, like, like Sam said, you know, we can use that same mouth to praise God, and then we can use it to turn around and cut somebody down. And, uh, and you know, I, I know it sounds like James is almost exaggerating by some of the words he says, you know, that it's this tongue, uh, you know, our tongue is something set on fire by hell, but, but it really does... Uh, our, our tongue really does have influence over you know the rest of our body and really even the trajectory that we that we find ourselves on um, you know I, I can think of a guy that uh, that I know that he uh, sometimes he, he had a lot of passion he had some great ideas and things like that but his tongue was just out of control like he would uh, I mean it was like every time you'd listen to him it was like you know drinking out of a fire hose you know he just (laughs) would mow you down and so sometimes you know he he could be really critical and so it was just like you'd get blasted and it was really hard to figure out you know okay is there is there even truth to what he's saying because his delivery was just so over the top and out of control and and really after several encounters, I started to just see him as this angry guy. That you know, his his tongue was just it was just out of control, and so this you know it it shaded my perspective on his whole life. Now, really, you know he he was a guy that I, I really do think he loves the Lord. I really do think he had a lot of great ideas and a lot of passion for ministry and uh, and even for you know reaching reaching the community around the, the church and things like that, but but man, when when the only way you know how to deliver things is, you know, almost with a hammer, you know, what what good is that doing? And so the rest of his life, at least from from my perspective, was shaded by the way he used his words. And it wasn't good.
1: Yeah, for sure. Moving from high school to the community college. My, my teachers, my professors, their speech changed a lot. And, you know, I could be learning this great lesson, taking so many points and cues from it to put into my papers, to put into my assignments, <laughs> and then their speech would just change. And from then on, I just shut down because all I could think about was, they just said a naughty <laughs> word. I can't believe I'm in school and I'm hearing this. What yeah. is going on? And I would just shut down because yeah. I wasn't used to that and as as James says, no, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring yeah it our words make such a big difference. and I think if we were to wrap up verses one through 12, basically what James is saying if we walk by faith, trusting the Lord, the scriptures, then we can exercise self-control through the Holy Spirit. And when Mm -hmm. we can exercise self-control, we're going to control our words. Mm -hmm. And if we can control our words, then we're going to start producing good things. We are going to treat people with peace, be considerate towards others, be submissive and sincere Mm -hmm. because we're mature Christians. And we're exercising that self-control and allowing the fruits of the Spirit to be produced in our lives.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're not just talking about, you know, behavior modification like oh be careful what you say like listen we, we do want you to be careful what you say okay but yeah. that we're, we're not just trying to get at changing your behavior you know um, although you know man the the language that we use it it really does matter I I, <laughs> I always think of a, uh, a time I, I went to a college football game with my grandpa and as we we're walking down you know the uh, the stadium, you know, the inside where all the food booths are and all that. There's this guy walking by, and he is just cussing up a storm. And my grandpa looks at me, and he goes, "Wonderful vocabulary." <laughs> and, uh, you know, as far as that naughty language, as Sam put it, you know, as far as that goes, listen, it it does matter as far as your influence goes on people, and uh, and really. To me, I I think it's kind of an intelligence thing, too. Like, can you think of no other word to use here, really? You know, but... But we're not just talking about you know, the, the bad words, we're, we're also talking about the way you use your speech too, because you can, you know, like James says, we can use our words to, to lift up the Lord and to give Him praise, but we also use our words to, to curse, to tear down people who were made in His image. And so we have this kind of, uh, this battle within us and our tongue reveals that. You know, Jesus says it's out of the overflow of the heart that the mouth speaks.
1: Yeah, and even looking at it, out of a biblical standpoint, how how more productive is it uplifting someone than bringing someone down mm-hmm. on a job site? If Damn. you're just going to be on this person saying their work is terrible, is that going to make them want to work harder? Right. if we uplift this person, motivate them, then they're going to have a sense of belonging. They're going to want to work harder. They're going to want to make more productivity mm-hmm. for you and for themselves and everything just goes hand in hand with
0: our words. Yeah, absolutely. And and the hard thing about this is this isn't just one of those things that we fix in an instant. You know, it's not like we just decide, okay, you know, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna change my word, you know, I'm I'm cutting out angry words, cold turkey, you yeah. know. Yeah. This is a maturity thing, okay? And so as you grow, as you mature in your faith, Like Sam said, we grow in self-control. And so if we can, part of self-control is controlling our tongue. And if we can control our tongue, we can control our actions too. But this is a maturity thing, not a behavior thing. It has more to do with what's inside of us than just what's coming out. And so, you know, this is one of those things where if, if, if this is an issue for you, and listen, this is an issue for all of us, at least to some level, then... This is a growth opportunity, okay? And so, as you grow in your faith, as you mature, as you are being influenced more and more by the Holy Spirit in your walk, you will see this start to change about yourself. Because as you grow and mature, you're going to see your words as as a tool, uh, as a tool to to reflect our Lord, or to not. And so. How do, we, how do we fix this issue of the tongue? With the help of the Holy Spirit, you know, as we grow and mature in our faith, this area will come along with it, too.
1: John and I want to challenge you. After you have listened to this episode of The Spiritual Burrito, we want you to say three nice things to three different strangers. I know John loves challenges in his (laughs) sermons, and I think that would be a great idea and a great little way for you to get out of your comfort zone and to put controlling the tongue in James chapter 3 into practice.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: This has been another great episode of The Spiritual Burrito. We are so thankful that you guys are listening with us. I'm Samuel Ryan.
0: And I'm John Hembry. And we hope this episode of The Spiritual Burrito has been satisfying to your soul. social media come follow us so we just started a facebook account we're on instagram as well follow along see the journey and and wherever you listen to podcasts would you subscribe and leave us a rating as well that just helps get the word out to other people about the spiritual burrito and listen we want to feed everybody spiritual burritos so if if you all would help us out and spread the word it would be greatly appreciated So, Jesus said, <laughs> You want to go ahead or you want me to? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to go. Okay, I'll go. That's fine. Yeah. And so... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's try that again and you can take it, yeah. And
1: moving on into verse 3. Did you read verse 3?